Uh, hi guys, uh, welcome, this is episode, this is 45? This is episode 45. That's cool, so episode 45, and we're going to be talking about the 45th president of the United States today. Uh, this is Those Muckrakers, I'm Pete. And I'm Pat. And the 45th president of the United States, a.k.a. Individual One. Uh, which is what they're calling him in the indictments. Why don't they call him by who he is when in, the, in all these presidential indictments? I'll tell you why. It's because whenever you directly name the president in um, criminal investigations, that brings up all kinds of constitutional crisis, crises, mm. such as can you indict the president of the United States? A lot of people say no. Others say yes. I don't... We don't really know if we can. And we skirted that issue before with um, Richard Nixon, well, yeah, we who never... was referred to as the unindicted co-conspirator in right. all of the criminal investigations of uh, Watergate. He was never directly named, just like Trump is never going to be directly named in um, all of the Trump Russia investigations. Well, that's the problem is that like we left that we were like, "Woo! Ah, we avoided that, boy. I tell you what, we don't have to worry about it no more." Um we are. but like if you have even if you have an elementary understanding of uh, the American political system and what our forefathers were originally intending with the uh, the Constitution and the Bill of Rights and everything like that, you got to understand that, like, they never intended for uh, any one person to be unindictable or above uh, criminal prosecution. Like, nobody, nobody, nobody can like with a straight face uh, back that up. Um, I, I mean, George Washington should... was given the offer to be King Washington, and his children could have ruled forever, but he said, no, no, I'm not, we're not going down that path, not in America, yeah. we're not going to be a nation of kings, we're going to be a nation of elected presidents who are elected to serve the people, not rule over <sighs> them. I mean, that was our whole basis for government, was that we were trying to split power between uh, several groups of rich white slave owners instead of giving all the power to one rich white slave owner. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, they came from a king, and of course, like, uh, in England, the, uh, the, the king and queen, the monarchy is uh, above the law because what's interesting in England is when they bring a court case, the prosecution is always the crown. Kind of like in the United States, right. it's always the people... Or the state of whatever versus so and so, right? But there, right. it was the, the, yeah, the crown is prosecuting you, so the crown can't prosecute that's, itself. That's still true to this day. The Queen of England cannot be convicted of any crimes because it would be her versus herself. Her crown is still the law, so she can actually murder people. We just trust her not to. Well, and I, in this case, in America, we just sort of trust the president by making him above the law not right. to commit crimes left, right, and center. But, but I, now we have one that does because he's a con man but, and the world's most obvious con man. But, like, uh, I can't imagine in England if the the queen was just like... Yeah, I got. The, I killed all these hookers. That the the people of England with a straight face would be like, well, she's a queen, can't prosecute her because how's the crown going to prosecute itself? It's like, come on, dude. Like, Hello. Really, really think about this. Tea and crumpets and hookers. Yeah. Dead hookers. <laughs> Your queen of England is spot on, man. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Thank you. It's pretty good. Yeah, but like, it's it's just dumb to say that like. Anybody in the United States is is, is it is impo they are unprosecutable. Uh, like, I think that's ridiculous. Yep, and uh, that still seems to be the case because everyone's trying everything they can not to um, put criminal uh, criminal charges against the current sitting president. But there was we a... may we may see it actually happen because we may see you know them really push the limits of what they can do because um, I can't imagine Trump st stepping down for the good of the country. I can see him just really trying to drag this out to to its bitter end. Well, he's and already his... said that like President Xi Jinping of China made himself president for life. We talked about that. So yeah. the, the, the wouldn't that be nice? Maybe I should do something like that. Yeah, we're not going to do it. But seriously, would you like it? Like. He's we're you're watching him flirt with the idea of becoming an absolute uh, dictator, because that's the thing he doesn't have an internal monologue. Everything in his everything in his brain is external. Yeah. And yeah, so you're, 
You're seeing him I, flirt with that, and it's just like, wow, you know, oh my God, like. So, sometimes when I'm alone cooking supper, I do that, right? Like, I, I have a train of thought. I know I'm just going to lose it if I think it to myself. So I just start saying it out loud to my mashed potatoes or whatever I'm cooking. They don't care. <laughs> Except with Trump, his mashed potatoes is Sean Hannity, lumpy Hannity, who then repeats everything that Trump said, and then Trump sees it on Hannity, so he thinks it's true. So I sell it on Hannity. What's really great is that uh, Trump's been president for so long that he's influencing the way that we talk talk like you're doing the thing like he does right now you know how he talks to his base so he doesn't finish finish sentences he's like and those people i don't have to tell you great people but you know who they are crime you know what we'll bring jobs back but that guy jimmy mm, bad apple bad actor you know because the president influences how people talk and dress and everything right he is the avatar of america that means we are all cheeseburger now okay sad it's the way i i i was explaining to somebody once like when you're doing stand-up the best jokes are when you write a joke that's so good that people fill (laughs) in the uh the punchline without you saying it and it's it's yeah it's it's hilarious it's the best form of just like you'll da 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 and then you pause and then they fill in the rest and then it's hilarious, but he's doing that with racism, you know what I mean, where he's like, so two Mexicans walk into a bar, and then, like, people are like, they're bringing crime and drugs, and he's like, exactly. So, you know what, three black guys walk into an abortion clinic, okay, sad. They're bringing crime and drugs, that's right. Um, I've, you know, I think that uh, the Sean Hannity show is just, it's really mining for content right now, because uh, <laughs> I flipped it on today so, on the way home, and I swear to God, he's, he's playing a speech. And I didn't know who it was, and it was somebody going like, you know what? And the Clintons, you know, they want gay rights, this radical feminism. They want women in the army. They want abortions on demand. And, like, they're just going on and on. And I'm like, yeah, he's naming all of this stuff that, yeah. And so I was like, who the fuck made this speech? What am I listening to right now? And then he was like, that was a Pat Buchanan speech from 92. And you can see then he called it. And I'm like, what, called out the end goal of progressivism? Well, right now it's just kind of a um, a milestone rather than the end mark. But back then, yeah, I could see that as being like the ultimate pipe dream. I mean, like the fact that you are saying that, like the United States. I told you, the gays are going to get married, and that's like, yeah, because the, it, she already changed. She's going to be trying to fight people in the army. We can't allow that. It makes me like worried that, like, if they think that everything that I think is like it's the way that they're grilling, and we got to make an apology here uh, about uh, Miss Cortez. We've been pronouncing her name wrong. Yes, yes. So from now on, we're only going to refer to her as Space Cortez. <laughs> Space Cortez, uh, Acasio Cortez. Um, it's the same way that they attack her platform of socialism. Uh, and, uh, oh, there was a great Fox C- News. Cortez also isn't her last name. You know that, right? What is her name? She, she, she has a hyphenated last name. I've never memorized I'm the full sorry. thing, All so right. I just stick to the very end of so it. So we said last time we wanted to be, uh, Miss Cortez. Ar- Artesia. Ar- Artesia? Artesia? No, hold on. That's how it. we used to pronounce it? I don't, either way, just shut up for a second. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get this out. We're gonna lose our train of thought, and we're never gonna get this done. <laughs> I just say it to the mashed potatoes out loud. I wanna make our apologies, God damn you, so... Her full name is Alexandria Acasio hyphen Cortez. Space Cortez. Alexandria. I don't remember what we were calling her. We were calling her wrong. We want to be her unofficial podcast, and we can't even get her name right. Either way, she's an amazing human being. So it was the way they we attacked her. got to say her, her name right. There so was a... one of these days we can invite her onto the podcast, and then in person we could say, Hello, would you like a tea at Crumpet? She's never coming on our podcast, is she? <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, so I can't wait till we get a cease and desist letter from her office. I said, yes, we listened to the episode with all the spider semen in it. We must ask you to immediately stop talking about Miss Cortez. I wonder if we could go back with a court filing that says like, yeah, we would like to plead an apology, please. And have this on the (laughs) official record. Not me. I plead insanity. Um, (laughs) you are, we get different, different lawyers. Then you're going to plead insanity. I'm going to plead out on the apology plea. I, though actually, I can't plead insanity because you can only do that on a um, criminal case. So uh, hey, give this, this is just like a civil C and D. Yeah, give it time. I'm certain we'll be on a criminal. We'll be on a criminal case docket at some <laughs> yeah, point. Yeah, we're, we're, we're working on it. We're doing it. We're doing it live. <laughs> um, so my point was, uh, there was this great thing where Fox News was attacking her, and they're like, she wants socialized medicine and and uh, uh to she raise wants people the, to eat and to raise the minimum wage and food for all and like I'm what like, next socialized food stamps yeah. food stamps for all yeah like, these people are offended by people eating 
Yeah, it's so we can fight these endless like trillion dollar wars, but the idea that like we should just make food and basic human necessities uh, accessible, you know, and I'm like, is are, there's a really good sketch uh, by um, this guy's name Mitchell and Webb where they are in the middle of World War II and they're Nazi SS officers. And the whole sketch is the one guy looks at the other and goes, uh, have you ever thought maybe we're the baddies? And he goes, what? And he's like, we've got skulls on our hats, you know, uh, we're gassing people. Have you ever thought maybe we're the baddies? We have, and, we have skulls on our logos, you know. Maybe that's kind of a, a thing the bad guys do, yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. Exactly. So when you see like all the things you think are a good idea put on the news, and they're like, "This is the end of times," you go, "Are we the, are we the baddies for thinking that expanded Medicaid so that everyone has access to medical care? Are we the bad guys for wanting that?" What? <laughs> yeah. No. Um, so we apologize to her profusely. Still want to be your official podcast. But yeah, it's, it's weird when they just go off on like, how everything you want is terrible. And it's the same reason they cling to stupid stuff. Like, I've gotten in arguments about how, um, you know, socialism is a positive thing, uh, especially depending on, you know, how it's implemented in a society. And people love to be like, well, look at Venezuela. And Venezuela is a socialist country. And they're eating dogs over there. Is that what you want? You want to eat dogs? I mean, fucking Russia is ran by a dictator. Do you want to run, be ran by a dictator still? Like well, I, I we currently like that, are with Trump. I like that someone brought up that like uh, North Korea is called like the People's Republic of North Korea. Yeah. Do you really want to vote for Republicans? Well, they no. They go. Do you really believe that North Korea is a republic and is the best representation <laughs> of a republic? Yeah. See, that's that should just go to show you that just because something is called a word doesn't mean it is that thing. Yeah, man. I mean, and, I call uh, my I, I constantly call myself like a ladies' man and a super stud. Am I really the best representation of uh, a ladies' man? Well, I, Superman, should be able to tell you definitively <laughs> if you are or are not. I mean, I often ask people if they got their tickets, and they go, "What?" And then I like I raise my arms and point to my biceps, and I go to the gun show. Are my, are, my, are my biceps really the best representation of the gun show? You can just uh, ask my biceps that question. <laughs> they are, and their names are King and Kong. Okay, all right. Yeah, so, I, yeah. yeah. People put but, up these real dumb arguments. But if you're just putting up a series of but, real dumb arguments, you never have to argue that point because you're already retreating to your next castle. I, uh, so yeah, of course. They, they can point out that something is called something. I can point out that, you know... Uh, all we want is what every other first world developed nation has except for us, right? So we want what Canada has. We want what uh, Europe has. We want what all these – we want what Norway has, right? We want what every other developed nation except for us has. Things like maternity leave and um, a fair wage, a living wage, um, all these things that would actually allow us to continue to survive and, God forbid, thrive. And maybe someday we can lead the world instead of always lagging so far behind every other nation. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those things. I'm at the point now where, you know what, I would be happy to just have a smart, evil president. I, me too. Like, fucking, I, I, would, I, I would be upset if Dick Cheney somehow came back and won the presidency. But Jesus Christ, he's at least intelligent enough to be able to create arguments that then whenever you're arguing against the drones that just puppet his um, arguments, at least it'll sound intelligent. At least you won't get buttery miles every single time you try to talk well, to someone. Well, it's nice they to can know say, that... Well, you know, Iraq is a blah, 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 multifaceted, hoopa doopa doo. It's like, okay, well, this at least sounds like you're intelligent. You're not. You're just... Re you're just repeating what you said on Fox News. Well, but I can talk to someone who I can pretend is intelligent. It's just nice to know that at least if you argued with, like, King President Cheney, that the Death Star that he had built around the White House would just blow up your house. Da, 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 da. <laughs> well, you know, if Cheney built a Death Star, I would at least be able to say, you know what, well, that's cool, okay? I'll give you that. It's cool that we just blew up Alderaan. Millions of people cried out in agony but were suddenly silenced. Yes, but it was kind of cool, all right? Yeah. We, like, we can give the deplorables that. Uh, I assure you this White House is quite operational. <laughs> Skywalker. So there's a lot so there's a lot happening right now. Um, 
And in the midst of it all, <laughs> my favorite, oh. in the midst of chaos, I, I always... assure you I, that my attorney general will be quite operational it's like in, when your friends arrive. It's like in the middle of a crisis. Or in the middle of a riot. Sad. There's always that one dumb person that, like, it's a riot, it's a, it's a natural disaster, people are dying, you know what I mean? People don't have food, there's like a flood or a fire. And there's yeah. always, you know, one person that's, like, looting really heavy big screen TVs, you know? <laughs> Yes. That's Sean Hannity right now. Like, everyone's like, you know, there's a crisis and, like, there's indictments coming down and, like... Smash and grab. That's the MO of uh, people that still work for this administration. So, Sean Hannity... Fox News. Sean Hannity, I guess, is just not trying anymore, and he's he's going on about the war on Christmas again. It's under attack, Peter. But this year, Sean Hannity, Lumpy Hannity, is taking it back. Um, Well, I, I the thing I hate most, if you listen to the beginning of his show... It plays some weird country song, and they go, Freedom is back in style. And I'm like, whoever said that freedom is like, ew, really? Freedom? That's so 2014. You don't wear your freedom after Liberty Day. Like, whoever Jessica. said... Jessica. Why, why do you think giving people socialized medicine is taking away your... Fr- I guess it's taking oh, away your freedom. Oh, my God. You, not... you, did, you did not just try to give them health care... Becky, okay, yeah. no, okay, all right. So this this church, and I, I really support, this is a really powerful message. They basically did a nativity scene, and uh-huh. uh, they put baby Jesus in a cage. <laughs> Damn it, I was about to take a swig of tea. <laughs> yeah, so they put baby Jesus in a cage, and they had like a message about like, you know, 2,000 years ago, this is what would have happened to, you know, people that look like him that were trying to come to another country. And, you know, Sean Hannity's like, there's a war, they're putting baby Jesus in a cage, and it's like... Nobody puts baby in a cagey. But like that, they're making. Oh yeah, a... that's right. Because he's uh he's Middle Eastern, so they definitely would have put him in a baby cage, just like uh, all the Hispanic children coming up. Yeah, so that was the point they were trying to make, which I think is a pretty good point. Also, and Lumpy decided to magnify their point by showing people. It. Yeah, but that's the thing is like that's Undabar. that's. bar. They know that I guess this is their this is their time for ratings, and how do they do that? They just hammer. Instead of playing Christmas music, they just hammer that stupid. Uh, what do you call it? That's stupid. There's a war on Christmas. Um, it's under I, attack. I was fascinated. This year, St. Nicholas has taken it back. Yeah. So I thought that. So while people are being... While people are being um, Your arrest, mistletoe arrested, is no match for my toe missile. And in the middle of all this, uh, George H.W. Bush decides to die at the ripe old age of 94. Which... I mean, we absolutely should not make this about Trump, but right quick, let's make it about Trump and point out that he died at a really, really good time for America and a really bad time for Trump, because this is already a lame duck session for the uh, the Senate and the Congress and all that, yeah. and everything grinds to a halt whenever a president dies, because that doesn't happen very often. So Trump really can't get anything done right now, and he definitely can't fight to um, try to get funding for his wall. Like, I'm sure he wanted to. I'm sure he wanted to fight for funding for his wall, but they can't do the pageantry of, uh, you know, will they or won't they put it in the budget because uh, this happened, so they're just going to sort of quietly create a budget, push it on through, and forget about it. So, I mean, uh, say what you will about H.W., at least he died at the perfect time to help America. Well, you know, we talked about his legacy, and I read a very touching, you know, the last kind president has died or whatever. Yeah, there's um, a video of him in the water being rescued from the waters of um, during World War Two, right? Like he's he's a war, World War Two veteran, and there's videos of him in it, black yeah. and white video. He yeah, he flew a lot of combat, so no one would ever take that from him. He was a World War Two. He was like he was a World War Two combat veteran, like a combat pilot, like. He was a real deal. He was the head of the CIA for a while. He uh, used Reagan as his hand puppet when he was Reagan's vice president. Um, yeah, he he was the uh, the Dick Cheney of um, the Reagan years. Right, basically had his arm all the way up Reagan's butt, making him talk. Um, but like, so he was he was an interesting president, and like people have a lot of problems because he was around during that era in which people are like, oh, there's new there's this new thing that's called AIDS and it's killing people, and like both him and Reagan were like, oh my God, who's what what communities have been affected. And they were like, "Oh man, a lot of a lot of young gay men." And then they were like, "Oh, I thought you said this was a crisis." And then basically, they didn't they do pretended any- like it didn't exist. Yeah, they didn't do anything to like stem the AIDS crisis because it was gay people dying. And they did nothing at the perfect time to kill the maximum amount of people too. Well, I mean, the other problem with that so, is, is so like- never underestimate how monstrous this person was in many ways. So let's not remember him too fondly, but yeah. Uh, But at least there was good to take with the bad versus, say, Donald Trump, who has done nothing good for anyone. 
Um, but I will say he was he was an interesting, and they they brought up too that he was the last. He was one of the last, uh, or was the last uh, uncontested Republican president. He was. That and, is correct. And that is, he is the, because um, W. Bush lost the uh, 2000 election. Right. But so, was handed it because his uh, brother Jeb was uh, the governor of Florida, and he called Florida for his brother, and that let him rig the election. Yeah. So the and and I don't remember if they called him the last uncontested president because I don't believe that. I don't believe that Clinton was. Con- I don't believe Clinton was no, contested, uh, but there Clinton was the- wasn't contested, and Obama wasn't contested. Right. Um. But that that says a lot. That like every time and in, in the last like you he, know he was the last real Republican president, unless you want to count Bush's W. Bush's uh, second term. I don't because if he stole the first election, it's very hard to unseat a sitting president for a second term. Yeah. Um. And also, he had the uh, the whole wars that he created to ride high on. Yeah. So. so yeah. So and that's interesting for democracy because I always I keep going on on the most, the most important thing about democracy is having an uncontested uh, election and having a smooth transition of power from one to the next. And I think that's we got to fix that, man. Like I get that people are trying to gerrymander to like, you know, uh, especially Republicans are gerrymandering districts so they can keep winning. But like, uh, the problem is, is you're doing damage to the very foundations of what makes this whole fucking thing work. Like, yeah. stop gerrymandering, go away and come back with a new party and a new message, like, and you'll sweep yeah. you'll sweep the whole thing, you know what I mean? If you create a yeah. new Republican Party that's slightly closer to the center, and you basically just, like, leave the old Republican Party with all the people that are unwilling to pivot... Yeah, you'll come yeah. in and you'll 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 pull you'll be amazed at how many people love a new thing. Yeah, instead of instead of trying to make your old me- shoehorn your old messages and values in, just come out with new values, right? Figure out what the people actually want and then represent them like you're supposed to do. Don't tell them what their values is like the Republican Party's been doing since I want to say Nixon before Nixon. Yeah. So I mean, because, that's... I mean, like uh, the whole thing about how Republicans are supposed to be anti-abortion—that is an issue they invented, right? They created this issue, and then they decided they made a—they invented a very, very hot-button issue, and now they keep pushing it. But that was never something the public demanded. That was something they told them that they demanded until they started to do so. Because yeah. you can eventually convince people that they want something by just telling them they want—they want it over and over again until eventually half the people will believe you. I don't know if we'll ever see a, a, a full-scale civil war but i do worry that like you know driving these divisions by not representing the people and only representing some of the people um it's it's driving the driving the people towards each other it's uh, um I, I, i'm glad you mentioned that because uh, i read a very interesting article this week you uh, may be familiar with it that does talk about the things that may cause us to go into a civil war being sort of a uh, a group psychosis that certain people are experiencing right now, which may very well go away once the uh, the cause of it is removed. You know, I, I agree with that. Like, so it was a, it was this the story by the Yale psychiatrist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He basically talks about devotion to Trump is based on emotional patterns that most people grow out of by uh, five. Age, age five, and what. What I can't understand, though, is he says, like, uh, generally strong strong men like this generally uh, uh, really, really kind of appeal to people who are, like, in, in dire straits or, like, uh, people that are, like, very scared or in very hard circumstances. Here's a strong man that can fix it all. I guess I misunderstood. I'm like, are we, were we really in that bad of a place that they needed him? No. No, but you can you can invent that place and then yeah. push people there, and then they want that power to pull themselves out of it. Here's it's the... uh, well, and also they could be psychologically in that sort of place. So there's right. two trains of thought here. This um, Yale professor suggests that they're only experiencing this group psychosis to favor Trump because Trump is there to create that need. And then other people would say, no, Trump is merely a symptom. They already wanted someone like him. And I think that they're both, that both these things are right in a way. I believe that Fox News created the need for Trump. They invented this president. They created a need for someone like him because Fox News has always pushed this narrative that narrative that the Mexicans are coming for you. The other is coming for you. The black people are coming for you. The gay people are coming for you. They're going to take your Christmas away. And so people started to get scared and they're like, well, what are, what are our representatives going to do? Yeah, and I had no a Republican that, ever said any of those things. I had a friend that posted, he's like, 
you can't even read your Bible in school anymore, but you can read your Bible in prison. So I guess maybe if we let you read your Bible in school, we wouldn't have so many people in prison. And I said, no, you absolutely can read your Bible in school. Who, no one says you can't. Like, you just can't force other people to read your Bible. And I wish people would stop misrepresenting that. Right. But that's the so, fear is that, like, they've been but, told that you can't read your Bible in school, that you can't pray, that you can't say Merry so, Christmas, you can't do so, this and that. So if they believe this so much, then where is the person who's saying this? It's nowhere because it's not true. But right. then what happens if someone like Trump steps up and actually starts saying that's these where they're like, you know, he's been saying what Fox we, we, News. He he doesn't, you know, he doesn't pull punches. He's been saying what we need to hear, you know. All right. He's, he's been, been repeating the same lies that the nuttiest of fringe conspiracy theorists have been pushing for years that people on the fringe have believed and that Fox News has been slowly, you know, warming people up to. I get a good time. I get a good quote. I found the quote in this article I love and it says um, strongman type personalities are very appealing in times of socioeconomic or political crisis as the population is less able to think rationally but is rather overcome with fear or desire to draw strength from fantastical ideas. So I don't understand why these people are overcome with fears because I look at it this way. All right, they're, they're scared to death of the Mexicans in the caravan at the border. They create the fears. They invented the fear and now Trump's saying, I'll protect you from it. Here's a and because they embrace Trump, they can be like, see, we're terrified of ISIS and ISIS never got us. Praise President Trump. So here's a litmus test for you to but see I, if how, how okay your life is. Uh, are you in? Are you in? Uh, are you in reasonably good health? Um, do you get right to now? eat? Do yes. you do you get to eat? Uh, do you get to eat yes. probably an abundance of calories, if not enough calories, to meet your need on a daily basis? Um, do you have a comfortable place to sleep? Do you have entertainment, and do you have a job that you know uh, provides you like I would say a, a reasonable amount of money to uh, to live? If you have those things, you're not in a socioeconomic crisis. And I think most people have enough, uh, most, I would say Some, most, the majority of people in the United States, they have enough to eat, they, ha they have comfort, they have entertainment, you know what I mean? Not everyone, of course, yeah. there's huge groups of people that are disenfranchised and like don't get those basic things. But the people that rally around him, you know, all the pictures I see, they seem pretty, pretty fat and healthy and well clothed. I don't see any of them like without shoes or like, you know, um, having to walk a thousand miles to save their kids. Uh, a lot of them are people that come, or when, well, let me restart. There are some people that are far more kind than I am. People who will say, well, you know, a lot of these people are hurting. It's um, an economic downturn in their small, you know, villages out in the middle of the America where the factory shut down, the coal mines have shut down. And they thought that, you know, they're really hurting and they just thought this guy would bring that back for them. And, well, I don't believe there's enough of those people. I believe the people who legitimately thought coal jobs would come back is a teeny tiny handful. I believe for the most part, that type of person who really would think that they need someone like Trump doesn't exist. They, For all intents and purposes, they don't exist. They're too fringe. They're like a unicorn. There might be one out there, but it's a strange genetic anomaly and we should probably shun it and um, push it away from society. I'm saying that coal miners are unicorns. Let's not concern ourselves with saving them. Well, I was going to say, I think most of the people that think coal's coming back have never had to work in a coal mine. Right. Those are the people at the Trump rally. Those are the actual people there. They're not hurting. They're people who are very comfortable with their lives, but they're just, you know, they're people in Wisconsin who are afraid of people coming in from the Texas border and they're going to come rape my daughter. Oh, no. No, they're That's not. You're point. never going to see these people. They're a weird. You're just it's because I always said it, it would have to get like post-World War I, I Germany. I, I'm it... far less kind because I don't believe that the people that you would want, need, want to be kind or compassionate to really exist. I believe these are just people that were fooled by Fox News' propaganda and dopey rhetoric on Facebook. Yeah, in the way in the way that um, you know, they describe millennials as like spoiled and like ruined and devoid of values and morals. Right, they're they're projecting just like Trump's projecting yeah, whenever would... he says they're the enemy of the people that need to be locked. Yeah, up. I would I would basically yeah, I would apply that to the majority of, of Trump supporters is that like you are spoiled, you are without morals, um, you know what I mean, you are whiny, uh, you know, like, or you're just incredibly willfully misinformed and ignorant, uh, or all of them, uh, because, I don't, like I said, I see these rallies, I don't see people in, like, rags, like, I don't see, 
you know, people starving to death. I don't see anybody like in that, uh, I told you that uh, story from A Tale of Two Cities where like, you know, somebody drops a cask of wine and everybody's sucking up alcohol out of the mud because it's the most nutrients they've gotten in months, you know? It's like when you saw those people at that Nazi rally in Virginia where they were yelling, Jews will not replace us. None of them really looked like they were doing too badly off. Like, that's my point. I guess maybe my threshold for like socioeconomic trouble is, uh, is a lot different, you know, than someone else is like, bring back the coal jobs. Nope. I don't. Yeah. Well, but uh, my favorite part of that article, and I have it brought or clipped out here so that I'd remember it, was uh, he, he meaning Trump, Trump will also sense keenly those who will never go along with his pathological methods. That is, healthy people, meaning psychologically healthy, right. and drop them instantly. That is, people with low blood pressure and not diabetes. Yeah, that, that is why we see him desperately clinging to an ever narrower base with increasingly fringe ideas. And that's why every time you see him lose someone from his administration, he replaces them with someone who is even crazier and even more insane because he only wants to surround himself with yes-men, people who will believe him. And the only people who will believe him at this point are people like Giuliani, who is a senile old man who just, like, lost his mind forever ago. It's a, it's a what do you call it, um... It's definitely, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a rushing nesting doll of insanity. <laughs> They're like, this is crazy. There's no way it's going to get crazier. And then they, they remove the next doll and you go, oh my God. It's a, he put a monkey on a tricycle as the attorney general. You can't top this. You know what's beneath that? A dead catfish. <laughs> you know I mean? He just... replaced him and next he's going <laughs> to replace me. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh my God! He just replaced all of Congress with a handful of paramecium. Just can't get any <laughs> crazier. Like, yeah. Oh no! He just replaced his daughter with a mitochondria. What is that even? He just passed a law that says we're going to burn all library book sections uh, E and X. <laughs> no reason. Just that's the next crazy thing he's doing. So there's there's so many things that like at this point would have ended any presidency. Yes, there's like a million things. Like he he. He misspelled the word by B Y. Oh, and by the way, and he spelled it B Y E, right? That's uh, that's something that the average president would never stop being made fun of. But this guy just sort of does it, and we just let it go B Y E, right? We just let it go B Y E because he uh, he does stuff like this so much that we just sort of shrug and say, well, whatever. We've lowered the bar all the way to the goddamn. Gra We've lowered the bar so much that he didn't uh, he didn't somehow like soil himself and throw his diaper at W during his father's funeral and oh yeah so, so we, yeah we get to praise him for that because he showed up for a funeral and he didn't make it all about him yeah He's, trump yeah trump got invited to that and he was proud that he didn't i guess go shit in the coffin um yeah what was weird about it to me was i don't even know why the bushes invited him i would have just been like yeah tell him he's not allowed and if he does come we're gonna throw him out Ah, uh, that's I don't because they're more diplomatic than him. I don't know. I guess it would have caused more of a ruckus to not invite him. Um, by the way, in the news, there was also a Trump assassination plot. Was there? Yeah, but the plot was as dumb as the president. So <laughs> generally, president assassination plots have planning. You know, people go to a building and they build a sniper. Depository. Depository. They build a depository. They build a sniper's nest. They plan out the president's route. They have to. They have to land a pretty difficult, you know, sniper shot. You know, they have to surprise the president. Just, like, just, uh, just ask uh, Ted Cruz's father. He went through a lot. <laughs> well, actually, as I'm listing to, this, to, like, to hide in, to I'm, hide I'm in list, that grassy knoll. As I'm trying to list, like, how technical presidential assassinations are, just realize most presidential assassinations are just dumb luck. Yeah, I was like, like or run, you, up, run up behind him at a theater yeah. while they're distracted. I'm like, or you just have to go to the theater and shoot him. Uh, or, Six Emperor Tyrantus. Or, what? Oh no, sad. Or in the or in the case of uh, Teddy Roosevelt, you have to go up to him in a rally and shoot him. Or in the case of uh, William McKinley, you have to go up to him in a rally and shoot him. Apparently, if you want to kill a president, you just have to go up to a rally and shoot him. So I was going to make fun of this guy's attempt to assassinate Trump, but actually, it's it's about on course for it's on par for any so, presidential assassination. <laughs> 
it's uh, par for the course. Yeah, so he um, he found out the route that the president's limo was going to be driving, and it was somewhere near, I guess, a place he worked. The, but and, the motorcade's like 27 cars or something, so people can't do that, right? But it gets better. So he, he managed to stay behind in a, in a secure area, uh, got his job's forklift, and tried to drive it out into the motorcade <laughs> to flip the president's limo. What? That might not even kill him. That's <laughs> If you just flip it over. I guess he was going to keep flipping it or maybe run him down with a forklift. Uh, but he didn't even get that far. The forklift got stuck in the gate trying to go out of the factory. <laughs> and so at this point, he could have just called it all off. I think somebody, they picked him up or whatever, like, what are you doing? So he could have just been like, oh, I was trying to get some extra work done and my forklift got stuck. But then he spilled the whole beans about his plan to kill the president, which I'm like, no one would have put those things together had you not said it. Because nobody would have gone like, I bet he was trying to kill the president by flipping his limo with a forklift. Also, how much limo do you think you'd get lifted before all the bullets from all the Secret Service guns weren't just like ping, 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 dead? God, there's some good Pringles. Um, yeah, so not I mean, many. You maybe, would, um, maybe he's maybe he's hedging his bet. On like the... I said, there's 27 cars in the motorcade, so he might like flip one of them. Probably no one would die unless he ran over it and just happened because they're not packed cars, right? Like, there well, might also be you can't run it over it. the forklift because it's like a supercar. It's got like it's uh if you read about the they updated the limo i think to like a super limo during obama's uh uh term but like it is like you can't like they it has its own internal like uh oxygen system it's like heavily oh, armored shit. yeah 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 you yeah you could roll it'd be like if you flipped so it. even if he ran over it somehow it'd be like running over a tank it's not just gonna break and collapse yeah 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 it's a tank limo so like there's no there's nothing that you can do I guess maybe he was betting on the Secret Service watching him roll Trump's limo and just go, oh no, I can't seem to find my gun. Please help somebody. 911. That's all, <laughs> that's all I can figure because uh, I've been on a forklift before and like there's no protection. You're basically just sitting on a seat. Like I don't, I don't know what is, I don't know what his plan. But yeah, you know what's, you know what's sad is that this whole time I've been picturing a a, a crane, not a forklift. I just started picturing a forklift. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, I have been on one of those before. They don't. That's not gonna work. Yeah, exactly. I don't even know if it would have lifted the Wait. car up. Yeah. I, yeah, I was, I was, I really was picturing a giant like crane just like smacking the thing over like a brontosaurus head, and then just like running it over. But now I'm picturing a forklift. You're not gonna catch it. You're not gonna be able to catch it with those <laughs> yeah, things. They go I'm, like ten miles an yeah, hour. You can kind of tops. Out, you can almost outwalk it. You know what I mean? Like. And they have that annoying... Yeah, like the, the only way he'd be able to catch Trump on that thing is if Trump was on foot. Oh no, disaster! Eric, save me! No. Oh, I'm coming, father! He would, still, he would still be able to outrun it in his golf cart. It would be... Um, you remember that one Austin Powers movie where he's going to yes. run someone over with he's the on, thing? Yeah, that's ah! his steam, the steamroller and the forklift. Yeah, yeah, they, they're, they're pretty... Yeah. yeah, they're pretty, like, they're on the same thing. And it wasn't even a steamroller. So it was a dumb assassination attempt, but by, by presidential assassination attempt standards... Who knows? It could have worked. I've seen, the guy that shot McKinley, uh, he just wrapped. He put a gun in his hand and just wrapped his hand with a handkerchief, and then just walked up while McKinley was like greeting people and goes, "How you doing?" And McKinley's like, "What happened to your hand?" He's like, "I burned it." Psych! It's a gun. Pow pow pow. What and, happened to your hand? I uh, wrapped a gun in it. What? Bam! Yeah, that was just like the just when you read about like presidential assassinations, you just go, "This wasn't even people dropping the ball. It was just like, was anybody sober that day?" No. No. I mean, anyone? Like, the only one that I could see, like, oh, well, yeah, that would have been hard to prevent was, like, Kennedy, right? That was a tough, that was a well, tough yeah, assassination. Yeah, it was a, a, sniper, a sniper in the book depository, and also Ted Cruz's father on the grassy knoll. <laughs> yeah, no one could have predicted Ted Cruz's father, who then became the Zodiac Killer. Or was that Ted Cruz? T Ted Cruz is the Zodiac Killer, which gotcha. he was doing before he was actually born, by right? the way. Which is crazy. Uh, yeah. yeah, so I just thought you'd enjoy that, like the dumbest. Though I mean, it goes to the dumbest presidential assassination uh, uh, attempt uh, goes very well with the dumbest president. Right, so everyone is now focusing on individual one after Cohen's um, indictments, right? right so or if his, you don't, um, his sentencing memo. If you don't know, and this is you know, if this is your first podcast, Michael Cohen was the president's lawyer for the longest time. He's been in a world of trouble. He has flipped. He, He's Trump's personal, like, lifelong lawyer, right? He's been Trump's lawyer for, like, 40 years. Well, they know each other very yeah. well. Yeah, well, he once said he would take a bullet for Trump, and now he's just, he's he's like a pinata leaking candy if that candy was, like, indictments and secrets. He, 
you know how far they've fallen? He pled guilty to eight different major criminal charges. And what he should have done is wait until he got the plea deal and then um, pled out. Yeah. Instead, he went ahead and pled guilty to everything, and then he asked for a plea deal. Well, do you know how bad and it is that the, the president's the, lawyer he said, is? Yeah. He said, he said the reason he did this is because, quote, Trump has already destroyed my life, so I don't care at this point. Yeah. Because um, Trump immediately threw him under the bus. I don't know why he didn't throw him a pardon immediately. Mm. Like, as soon as he pled guilty, why didn't the president pardon but, him? There's no crime yet. You can't uh, pardon someone if there's if no crime has been stated. Why doesn't he just call all these people and go, don't worry, I'll pardon you as soon as you're convicted? I don't know. I mean, there, there's all kinds of reasons why it would look bad, like if it was discovered. But at the same time, people are sort of expecting it. And if he does do it, again, he's effectively above the law, like the, the Queen of England we discussed well, earlier. Well, it's kind of, it almost feels Hello! like if somebody was drowning and you're on the, you're on like the bow of a ship, and instead of like going, hang in there, I'm going to go get a life, a life, a life vest or a, a flotation device and throw it to you. If instead you just stood at the edge going... Eat a brick, motherfucker, and then just threw a brick <laughs> at him. Like, it yeah. just seems like, well, they'll A, either drown on their own, or B, you could probably save them, but I don't see how them drowning and then you throwing them a barbell is going to make the situation. <laughs> it seems like it's just going to make them matter at you. Yeah, think fast, bitch, and throw them a brick. Yeah, because that's what he's done to, like, almost everybody so far that, like... No. Manafort has refused to um, talk, but also Cohen refused to talk for a really long time. Now, Trump has been, like, more recently he's been saying things about Manafort like, oh, it's really bad what they're doing to him and his wonderful family. And he says the same thing about Roger Stone. Roger Stone said that he would never flip on me no matter what. He's a good person. But... Well, like uh, I said, again, like the Joker said... Trump, I, Trump I, has been constantly tweeting about this, by the way, which does all... Every tweet counts as obstruction of justice because he should just be letting it happen. But he's not. He's constantly bitching and moaning about it, usually in all caps, usually in the most unhinged ways imaginable, with tons and tons of spelling errors, making up names that don't exist. It's, it's insanity. I am, I am looking at his uh, Twitter feed right now, and I found one that I loved on December 5th. It's just a picture of Trump clapping, and it says 50% approval rating, and he just goes, Wicking hard, thank you. And I'm like, okay, number mm. one, 50% approval rating is bad. It's not good. It's a, it's actually a 39%. He's lying. Oh, I know. That was the second one. I say he's lying. It's not even we're close to that. But also, that means that half the country hates you. Yeah, yeah. So that so you're in your greatest fantasy, half the country still hates you. In reality, it's more than half. Oh, yeah. It's probably even less than 39%. Just a lot of people aren't paying attention, but they still get bothered by pollsters. So they're like, I don't know. Just it's whatever. Yes, no, I don't care. Just put whatever. Um, and yeah. also, like, as reading his tweets, there's some other weird stuff, too. Uh, he says, uh, quote, Looking forward to being with the Bush family. This is not a funeral. This is a day of celebration for a great, <laughs> for a great no, man it... who has led a long and distinguished life. You will be... I'm, it, Almost, if, there, it, if there's it no reads, spelling errors, it's not Trump. Right, but it does kind of read like you're like, you know what? I'm going to be with the Bush family. Great celebration. You know, he is tremendous. He's a tremendous corpse. Everybody says he, so. He's the best he, dead body. You know, George H.W. Bush voted for Hillary, right? He said that publicly, that he voted for Hillary Clinton, not this guy. Yeah, because say what you will about H.W., he's not a moron. Yeah, yeah. Like um, the current guy is. So, um, back to the memos. Mueller has begun putting out memos where he recommends sentencing for um, three different people this week. The first one was Flynn, which he released on Tuesday. Flynn's memo recommended zero jail time in, because Flynn had offered up a tremendous amount of information on a good deal of a wide range of um, topics and through many, many interviews for the past year. Flynn flipped way back almost exactly a year ago today in uh, December of uh, 2017. That was whenever, oh God. So back then, this is um, in the pre-podcast era, right? Oh yeah, this is before we realized that we had to take it to the streets. Yep. So Michael Flynn back then said that there was uh, something about there was no wait 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 Mike Pence rather Mike Pence said that there was no um, 
collusion with Russia whatsoever. There's never been any dealings with Russia, et cetera, et cetera. And all of that was proven definitively wrong. So they threw Michael Flynn under the bus. It was back then they were still trying to make the administration look like uh, nothing seedy at all was going on, right? Right. And so part of that was to throw people under the bus whenever crimes were uncovered. The first person they threw under the bus was disgraced former General Michael Flynn, who, keep in mind, he's kind of a patriot because he served 30 years in the Air Force. But uh, at the same time, I mean, I he's also kind of a Russian plant. Yeah, I don't think that makes you a patriot. I mean, like, yeah, you served in the Air Force or whatever, but... He, he was fired by Obama, and usually whenever a general is fired by a president before it's time for them to retire naturally, the other soldiers will make a huge deal about it. They'll drag their feet. They'll protest in um, silent ways. With yeah. Mike Flynn, nothing, none of it. Everyone was glad to be yeah, done with was, him because he was an asshole. Yeah, well, he was also compromised. Well, what happened, they found out, was that Trump continued, and this is what we know, that he continued talks with Russia about building a Trump Tower in Russia and all these other dealings well into like 2016 well past the time he said he wasn't talking or communicating with russia so say right. what you will about collusion and whatnot he's got business deals going on with hostile foreign powers that were accused of yeah. hacking the election like it's just for just the, the way that it looks anybody else should have just stepped down and walked away yeah yeah and not only that but He's maintained that uh, no dealings have ever been done. They haven't hacked the election, even though all of his intelligence says they have, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. So, but every, it all but, looks it all looks very. But they're grim. getting everybody. They're getting everybody on like on perjury because they all lied to Congress. Because basically, they all went and testified with this story that the Mueller team knew was false, and so they let them basically. So it's the way Fox kept there, yelling. There, there's a number of tax things too. Like they got Manafort yeah. on some tax stuff, and yeah, there was asset that... forfeitures are going to destroy Manafort. Like he is going to be dirt fucking poor even if he doesn't go to well, prison. Well, yeah, for life. It's, it's the other thing too. Is like we talked about last time. So like one of the major money laundering banks has been raided. Uh, the people that like responsible for Trump's taxes uh, were raided by the FBI. So the yeah, idea another law firm that has served the president has been raided. That's uh that's and a that's, running thing. And if it we if we, if we weren't if we weren't off into fucking La La Land, if we weren't on the road to Oz right now, people would go, "Oh shit, like, you know, this is a big deal that the law offices and the tax people of a sitting US president are being raided and a bank that they used is being raided. This is a big deal that I feel like it's just we're so this should be news and everyone should be discussing what it means instead of trying to say it doesn't mean anything. That's how damaged we are at this point. Witch hunt, okay, sad. Yeah, and uh, speaking of um, presidents and their lawyers being raided, Michael Cohen, who has also given a no-knock FBI raid warrant, uh, he has also flipped and he fled out to all those things, like I said. Well, the, 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 um, the Mueller memo on him has just dropped today. Now, with Flynn... It had like one sentence, you know, we recommend no jail time because of the things he gave us. And then the rest, the entire rest of the page was redacted, Which, meaning black lines. So you right. can't read anything. Which makes me sad because I'm sure that was the most delicious stuff. Yeah. Now with Cohen, a little bit more is revealed, including the mentions of individual one. Whenever it says, now Michael Cohen's recommendation is, even though his lawyers said you should give him no jail time, that's what we want. Mueller is recommending three to four years, which isn't much. That's still a slap on the wrist, but it is very telling that someone that's given up so much as Cohen right. still is getting jail time and also the sitting president's um, well, there was lawyers a, get, being given jail time. Well, the way that Cohen used to go after people as the president's fixer, and I'm, I'm glad he's doing jail time because there was a recording I listened to once where he had called somebody about a story that he wanted to squash about the president, and he was just such a bully. He was this Cohen was going yeah. on was like, you know what? If you don't take this back, I'm going to oh, I'm going to sue you. Oh, I'm going to hurt you so bad. What I'm going to do to you, it's going to be fucking yeah. disgusting to you and your paper if you don't squash this story. You understand me? Like and he was just such a just an asshole and now it's just like, and now you're going to jail. Yeah, yeah, uh, he's very regretful now that uh, everything's coming to light. You know what? I'm glad his life is destroyed. I'm glad he's going to jail for a bit. And then after that, he can come out and see President uh, Elizabeth Warren or whoever we have at that point. I told somebody today that I'm going to Paris. Uh, if Because I was talking about how the possibility of the... And we talked about this before, like, so in the next election, the Democrats have it in the bag. Unless the Democrats do what they always do, which is choke. 
uh, and put up a really unelectable candidate for you know the Democratic uh, presidential uh, uh, possibility. And I was like talking about the mayor of New York, Bill de Blasio. And I swear to God, if they run de Blasio, because de Blasio's <laughs> big platform is like in New York, the train system is falling apart. Like, you know, it's unaffordable. We got a lot of city problems. What does he do? He's he's trying to pass new legislation against like uh, electric bicycles and scooters, and like like they're <laughs> like they're a scourge of the city. Nice. And I go, I swear to God, if the Democrats put him up, I'm going to Paris. Because in Paris right now, they're riding in the streets and burning stuff because they're upset over <laughs> the government's like new fuel tax. Oh, nice. Trump posted this fake thing. He goes, see, socialist France and their green energy, something, something, blah, 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 people chanting, we want Trump in the streets. And I'm like, if you really believe that, I challenge you to go over there because <laughs> angry crowds in the streets of France and wannabe monarchs don't get along very well. Yep. <laughs> they historically have done very poorly yeah. uh, over and over and over again. Even though it kept not taking, it eventually took. And if, my God, a lot of people were taking that time. If you, want the, if, you, if, you, if you really think France wants Trump, I just go. I dare you. I double dog dare you. Just go. Just try it. See what happens. Yeah, also, just leave America in general. That'll be wonderful. Yeah, That'd leave. be nice. And then maybe we can, nice. pass, we can pass a law so you can't come back. <laughs> Yep, Congress will push that through so fast. Yeah. Bipartisan support. Um, so yeah, individual one is brought up a few times in uh Cohen's things where it's you know stated very clearly that uh, individual one ordered Cohen to commit criminal conspiracies. How many people has Cohen ever taken orders from? Oh yeah, just Donald Trump. It's clearly him. And this is something that's been around for a long time. And you individual said individual one you, has been brought up for you know months ago. And people you, are just you said, now noticing. You it. said just like in the Nixon thing and the Nixon papers uh, they, right. they basically he, have to call him individual one because if you named him, name him yeah if you named him it would force a constitutional crisis right because like we said people think that the president is above the law which I don't get because if the president well, gets to be above, above the law then I'm just going to make some shit up about myself it's, it's never been tested before, and it would require people to test it, and a judge is going to have to put their, themselves and their career on the line to be the person that tests that. And they will be definitely remembered for whichever way they go with it. And they just, they're cowards, I guess. But Mueller may actually be the one who's brave enough to do this if Trump won't do the right thing and step the fuck down when turtle man Mitch McConnell tells him, it's time to go, Trump. No, I don't want to. Then Mueller has to do something. Well, there's also other problems, too. So we know that he had nominated this weird little fuck turd of a guy as the AG. Well, now he's nominating Whit a new Whitman guy. Whitman or Whitaker? Whitaker? Whitaker. Yeah, well, he's nominating a new guy who was the AG under George H.W. Bush. Was it, sorry, was it H.W. or W.? H.W. And it was for two years. Um, so it was two years. His name is, uh, uh, I just had his name. Where did it go? No, come back. William P. Like Barr. And so I was yeah, like, oh, he was appointed by a, a real president. What? What? Maybe he's a, a normal guy. And it turns out that he uh, has some real weird stuff in his past. Um, he, uh, oh my God, like yeah, tr Trump only elect or Trump only puts up crazies, right? Remember that quote I read earlier? Yeah. Trump on, only likes people that are the most insane. Like we're lucky that he's not suggesting like uh, Attorney General Ivanka at this point. Well, he or, he, or Attorney General Lumpy Hannity. Apparently, this guy has defended Trump's calls for a new investigation into Hillary Clinton. Uh, he also believes they should investigate the uranium one thing, which is a weird, discredited. Um, it's uh, a conspiracy. Yeah, uranium it's one is a conspiracy theory that says Hillary sold forty percent of America's uranium to uh, to Russia. Look, that a that never happened. B it was a thing that like a bunch of countries were signing off on. Uh, America was one of like twelve people to sign it, but the uranium is not actually leaving America at any point. It, it's it's a weird thing that has nothing to do with. It's anything. like the PizzaGate sex ring. It's just a but, weird yeah. But they decided to say no. Hillary was the one that did the whole thing. And it's like what? Yeah. It's yeah, it's just a weird thing, but the problem with is that Barr has also been involved in some really weird, shady kind of uh uh George George Bush uh end of term pardons because at the end of every term a president just starts like since he's not going to be reelected, like the lame duck president just pardons a shit ton of people. Yeah. And the, he was involved in this. So like he's not good, like he's really um uh yeah, he's he's really like not a he's not he's, we I don't know if he's as bad as some of the other people, but he's not a good pick for, for democracy or freedom. 
Yep. The thing that scares me, this article brings up, is that when the war, when the war of powers issue came up, like Bush's 1989 invasion of Panama and the 1990-91 Persian Gulf War, or the 92 deployment of troops to Somalia, Barr repeatedly told Bush that he could deploy he could deploy American troops without prior authorization from Congress. Uh, that's that's pretty dangerous to tell the president you don't need congressional if you're not declaring war you don't need congressional uh, what do you call it um, approval, approval to send troops in that's what's scary yeah um, I do like uh, there's one good thing that I like in this article they say that like one one good thing for us one drawback for Trump would be that 92 Barr decided to trigger the appointment of an independent council to investigate whether senior Bush administration officials had committed a crime by searching Bill Clinton's passport file, why he was a presidential candidate, and the prosecutor took three years to finish that investigation, ultimately concluding that no crime had been committed and that he should not have been appointed. But he still allowed an independent um, prosecution. So it's hard to tell which way he's going to fall because he's kind of done stuff for both, right? I... Um, so one question does remain at this point, though. Unless you're not done with that. No, no, that's it. So he's he's the new, you know, Trump's going to nominate him as the new attorney general. And the Senate's definitely going to push him on through, because that's what they do. I'd rather him than this Whitaker guy. Yes, you know? oh God, yeah, I did not want Whitaker. This guy, I don't know, he could cause a lot of damage, but at the same time, I'm pretty sure he's going to, at the end of the day, not. I, I feel like what's going to happen is he will put on a show for Trump, right. so that Trump will think that he's helping but then just like ultimately do nothing yeah. and assist in removing trump well he seems right? he seems old school old school republican he has he has like he probably hates trump secretly yeah he uh and he has he has bona fides he's done the job before uh, in a time before it was it was such partisan ridiculousness uh i mean i don't uh, like that he supports it's hard to tell what people support and what they're saying just to get the president's ear yeah you know um, the one more thing I wanted to throw in there why we're, you know, because I know we're running out of time. Um, we still have one more memo. Yeah, we still got one more memo. We got three minutes. All right, John Kelly, the president's secretary of staff, sat down with Mueller. There was a conversation, and now he's resigning. Right, uh, so G General Kelly, this is important because Trump has been wanting to fire him for a long time, and he wouldn't, and he wouldn't, and he wouldn't. And at the same time, Mueller has been wanting to sit down with Kelly for a long time, and he couldn't because Trump kept blocking him by having someone pop in and say, well, you can't do this until you provide us with all these things, and these things being like uh, proof that this is necessary and proof that, that you cannot get this information through any other means. And Mueller finally presented them with everything they asked for, so they let them sit down with Kelly. And so Trump has been toying with the idea of firing Kelly. Kelly is effectively the president of the United States. Like, this is fucking big. He's the one that runs everything. He does everything that Trump should be well, doing. Well, he was the one that came in. Been. He was the one that kind of came in in the beginning and kind of like brought the Trump White House into some kind of order, right? Right. Yes. He's, um, he does. He does the job that Trump should be doing. There's so many functions that the president does that Trump would never do. He's not smart enough to do it. He has no interest in learning how to do it. Kelly has been doing that. He's basically the pres the de facto president of the United States. Him stepping down means that we're about to enter a crazy new era. But the conditions through which he is stepping down should not be understated either because finally Mueller is able to sit down with him after all this time. They sit down together and then immediately, as soon as he leaves that room, after having a conversation with Mueller, he announces that he's resigning. Do you think that maybe they don't they don't want the president to sit down with Mueller because then the president will just resign? <laughs> they've been trying like hell to get. Uh, oh, I mean, they've been trying like hell to get Trump to talk to Mueller. You mean uh, the people on uh, Trump's side, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just like they don't want to. They're like, what about a perjury trap? And I'm like, they maybe don't lie to the FBI. The, uh, it's funny, the only reason why Trump hasn't fired Kelly off all this time is because the media's been speculating that he would, and right. Trump likes to stick it to the media by doing the opposite of what they say he's going to do, oh, just so he can be like, ha ha, the, you said I wasn't going to do then it, and then I did it. Then why don't we start a narrative that he doesn't have the balls to resign? That I really wish that the media would do that. You know, I wish I we really could get on do. Fox News and be like, Mr. President, you're not brave enough to quit, and then also take Pence with you. <laughs> You know what I mean? But do, the, but do this after the House takes control so we get President Pelosi. You're too cowardly to quit the president. Only a real man, a real American, would quit to make America great again. Yep. So uh, we have that, and we have... Uh, so besides... Jeez, what else was there besides General Kelly? 
Uh, let me flip through things. G20 Summit. Oh, my God. This is something. This is really funny. So um, Argentina's president uh, tried to be nice to Trump and have like a big photo op. And they were up on stage. Right. And basically all the other pres or all these other people and world leaders were going to go up and have photo ops is going to be wonderful. They were doing this because everyone was like giving Trump the cold shoulder. So Argentina's president wanted to be nice and not be like standoffish like all the other world leaders were. Yeah. Nobody was talking to Trump. Not even Vladimir Putin was talking to Trump. Nobody was. He was just by himself. There was like this video of him showing up with other world leaders. Nobody engaged him. and He just stood there like uh, like a mentally deficient handicap or whatever. Like a dotard. Okay? I'll use that word. He's standing there like a dotard. No one was engaging him. Yeah. And then so Argentina's president says, hey, let's do a photo op. And they go up on stage together, right? And they're going to do the photo op. Have you heard about this? I saw the video, yeah. So they walk up together, sure. they shake hands, and they're supposed to... If you've ever seen people in, like, famous people, like, basically what they do is they'll shake hands, they'll hold a pose, they'll hold another pose, because they know that, like, people are getting, like, a whole bunch of different photos of them, right? Right. He, like, shakes also, his... uh, also, other people were supposed to join them. <laughs> yeah. But he, like, shakes his hand and then immediately turns and walks off stage like he doesn't he realize bolt, he's... Yeah. He bolts off the stage, but then comes the best part. Someone, one of his handlers, runs after him to try to, like, fetch him and bring him back like they do with all the signings that he doesn't sign the bill and walks out of the room. Yeah. So the guy runs out there and Trump can be heard saying on a hot mic, get me out of here. Uh, you know what? So I honestly hilarious. So this is the one Trump thing where I, I, I felt the closest to him because... I feel like if I became president tomorrow and I had to meet all these people, I would just kind of stand around at the big party of world leaders. I wouldn't know what to say. I don't think Vladimir Putin would talk to me. I'd probably walk off at a photo op accidentally. I might trip over some shit, you know? Uh, I'd probably be on a hot mic going, am I weird? Let's go home. I'm scared. <laughs> nice. He sounds like me at any party where, like, people are like, what are you doing? And they're like, no one's talking to me. Ah, uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah. But so are. our president is me at a party. <laughs> oh, no, sad. So, and then that finally brings us tonight to the very last thing. It was Mueller's releasing not one, but two sentencing memos today. One was Cohen, which we've gotten, and number two was Paul Manafort. Manafort, who we've already, as we've already discussed, uh, breached his plea deal and continued to um, discuss we things with about uh, this, other people. But, like, it's like, why is Manafort so loyal to Trump? Because Manafort's supposed to be a master criminal... And I think that he's only a master criminal because no one's really tried to arrest him because he seems really bad at it, like really awful. It, it, yeah, it does seem that way. But yeah, he has been um, a criminal for a good many dictators, and now um, he's also being a criminal for Trump. Because the whole point and he is just, like, he, he expects to slither away again, I guess, but it didn't work this time. Yeah, the whole point is like, as soon as you get caught with something like this, you know that they're going to trash you, so you have to hit them... The whole point is you got to flip on them first, and he just didn't. Now he's going to jail. And then he sort of pretended to flip, but then he didn't. And now that, the Mueller memo is coming out tonight, but it hasn't yet. And played, I wouldn't hold, I wouldn't hold our breath for it because the uh, the Flynn memo came out like minutes to midnight, right? Yeah. Well, that so. also played right into their thing because they used the. It was so brilliant. They used Manafort feeding information back to the Trump administration. And Gigliani. So, yeah, and so they basically people. they basically they thought they had their story straight and they used all that information, but Mueller knew that he I guess they knew what uh, Manafort was telling them or whatever. So now they have all these people that are going to be indicted for uh for perjury and for like lying like they basically fed him a oh, false yeah. story which they all repeated. Yeah. Um mm -hmm. they say that uh Don Jr is uh Trump's dumb son. He apparently is waiting any moment to be indicted too cuz he's in the middle of all this. Mm -hmm. And in the middle of all this, he's attacking uh, he's attacking Space Cortez uh, for, I guess, socialism? I didn't see it, but apparently he posted this thing about like her eating dogs <laughs> or something weird. What? Yeah. Oh, that's... I mean, he's going to be eating a lot worse when he goes to prison. <laughs> Penis. <Big old. laughs> not, to per not, not to perpetuate um, the male rape culture further, but yeah, he's going to be eating a lot of penis. <laughs> I think he's just going to be in solitary confinement. I don't think they can let. I don't think they can let the son of a president in prison in general population. I just because can you imagine how many hostage, <laughs> just how many hostage situations there would be? Yeah, a lot. Well, I mean, we can always hope. I mean, he's probably going to go to rich people jail anyway, but that's still going to be miserable for him. So, 
I mean, him being brought down to our level would be a hell enough that he'd probably jump out a window if given the I chance. Why we don't just why don't we just send him to work in a coal mine since coal's coming back, right? <laughs> Beautiful, clean coal. What, what you need to do to prevent all these California forest fires to rebuild all the trees from beautiful steel. Okay? I pulled I pulled up the thing. It's, it's a picture of Cortez, and it says, Why are you so afraid of a socialist economy? And it's a picture of Trump going, Because Americans want to whack their dogs, not eat them. And it's it's also making a joke about how bad things are going in Venezuela. Um, ah. And it was just like, dude, I don't know why you keep posting this stuff. What you should be doing is packing your bag and trying to go to Argentina like all the other Nazis. Yeah, yeah. And then that way you can wander off stage whenever the president tries to do a photo op with you. Yeah. So My, my uh, senility is acting up again. Sad. Uh, but yeah, that's that's pretty much our uh, our podcast for this week. Uh, a lot of exciting right. stuff. I'm interested to see how everything is going to go down. Yes. So my, after the Manafort uh, memo comes out, I don't know what's going to happen next. I don't know if we're really going to see a bunch of stuff start happening before um, Christmas, if there's going to be more indictments, because you know that uh, what's his face is coming down the pipeline, uh, Roger Stone. Yeah, um, I Roger honestly, Stone's assistant. I honestly think that if he is Mueller's smart, and apparently Mueller is brilliant, um, mm-hmm. I think he's probably going to wait till the House flips in January before presenting any findings. That's probably what's going to happen. Like all the the biggest things, like Trump Jr. going to prison, is definitely going to happen after the House can protect him. Because the whole point is, why would you release? And it not even just on a partisan level of like Democrat versus Republican, but why would you release something like this to a lame duck House? And lame that duck too. is basically the end of the term when they're not going to be reelected, so they can't really do anything. And so you just kind of have to run out the clock on the little bit they got left, and then they'll be out of session for Christmas. So like, it's just one of those like, for it to have maximum effect, yeah. Why would you? Why would you drop it? Um, yeah, before uh, Congress or like you know the House or whatever changes hands. There's a few other things that might happen, such as Roger Stone being indicted. But I guarantee you that we have entered Endgame whenever Trump Jr. is indicted, because the President of the United States' son being arrested is going to be ma- a major major story that you know trump's going to try to do something he's going to try to fire Mueller. he's going to try to go after people he's going to try to get revenge right he's going to try to shut everything down he's going to try to hurt as many people as he can he might start a war to try to distract us he's already started fake wars with um the mix mexican border well what's, well what's interesting is you know that the battle is won when you know that if you know the move, if you know, if you basically know the moves that your opponents will take, like you can basically uh, force your opponents to make moves because you can, you can pull a lever and they'll do this, or you'll pull this lever and they'll do that. Yeah, and Trump is nothing if not very predictable. Yeah, I don't think he has the bravery to start an actual war, and I don't think that the Joint Chiefs and Congress would let him start an actual war. Because uh, I, I hope not. Yeah, I can see them putting like they're. they're... <laughs> They're letting him have his stupid little uh, border war, but that's not the same, yeah. though. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, that's a that, that's a that's a that's a fake thing to rile up the base. It, yeah. um, it still sucks that we're gassing children, but you know, tear yeah. gas. <laughs> but uh, all right, that 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 is our week, and and God, in a few hours we're gonna know what the Manafort memo says, and that's probably something we're also gonna want to talk about. But we're out of time. We're out of time. So, Nothing you can do about it, folks. So remember, guys, do. keep fighting the good war on Christmas. Um, and uh, I don't know, man. Again, if uh, if you happen to know Miss Cortez, tell her that we'd like to be her unofficial podcast. Uh, keep the light of democracy burning. I don't I don't know what to end this on. We will win the war on Christmas. Christmas is going down. Oh, believe me. There oh, will be Krampus. I was going to say, oh no, not Santa's balls. <laughs> Your mistletoe is no match for my toe missile. <laughs>